USA News, I'm John Schaefer. There's no end in sight for the heat wave that continues to bake parts of the country. The National Weather Service says a heat dome is continuing to intensify this weekend as more than 90 million people are under heat alerts as the dome expands to places like California, which is now experiencing its first extreme heat wave of the year. The National Weather Service saying 100 heat records could fall today. USA News, I'm Tim Berg. Today, more details are expected to be disclosed regarding the events that resulted in the shooting of three police officers in Fargo, North Dakota on Friday afternoon. One officer was killed. The remaining two officers are currently in critical condition. The individual responsible for the shooting has also been killed. Witnesses recount hearing over 40 shots believed to have been fired from an assault-style weapon. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is said to be in good condition after being rushed to a hospital Saturday. Netanyahu's office says he's being treated at a hospital near Tel Aviv, but did not provide any other details. An Israeli news outlet is reporting that the Prime Minister had fainted, but he was fully conscious at the hospital. A white Republican congressman from Arizona said he misspoke after using the phrase colored people during a heated debate on the House floor. The phrase was used by Eli Crane this week during debate with Democrat Joyce Beatty of Ohio, who is a black woman. My amendment has nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve, okay? Beatty immediately called the phrase offensive and inappropriate. Crane says while talking about prohibiting discrimination in the military, he simply misspoke. And the first unseated player in 60 years to reach the women's final at Wimbledon is this year's Wimbledon champion. Marketa Vondrasova posted a 6-4-6-4 win over number six seed Anz Jabor. The 24-year-old Czech entered the tournament ranked 42nd in the world and is the lowest ranked Wimbledon champion. This is USA News. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. We're getting a look at new data showing the number of people utilizing the new National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Sunday marks one year since the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline became the three-digit phone number 988. In that year, federal officials say around 5 million calls, chats, and texts have been fielded. That's up 35% from what the Lifeline typically experienced with its old 10-digit number. The easy-to-remember Lifeline was created to help people dealing with issues like depression, substance abuse, and suicide get immediate help and be guided to additional resources. Sources. The Biden administration has invested nearly a billion dollars in launching 988. 
I'm Brad Siegel. Both the Actors Union and the Writers Guild of America are simultaneously on strike, marking the first time in over six decades both have hit the picket lines at the same time. Actors are banned from attending premieres, conducting interviews for completed projects, participating in award shows, film festivals, conventions, and even promoting work on social media. Demands of striking members include higher wages, improved working conditions, better benefits, and the implementation of safeguards for the use of AI in future film and TV productions. The Reverend Jesse Jackson is stepping down as head of the Rainbow Push Coalition, the civil rights leader expected to announce his successor Sunday. Jackson was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease in 2017. No one matched all six numbers in last night's Mega Millions drawing, so the jackpot continues to grow. Tuesday's jackpot in the multi-state lottery game will be worth $640 million. I'm John Schaefer, USA News. When you can find everything you need at prices you can afford... That's totally Target. It's that feeling when quality good and gather ingredients on the barbecue bring family around the table. Or when favorite day after practice snacks let you celebrate the whole team for less. It's when saving more on up and up sunscreen means more fun in the sun. And when Target Circle Rewards program gives you more perks on what you buy most and is always free to join, that's totally Target. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code USA. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-284-9275. That's 800-284-9275. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk, Hour 2. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. The phone number is 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. I have taken over Denise's job. Yes, my whole job is gone. Your whole job. Here it is. Let's, let's, let's practice it. All right, this is Radio Law Talk. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Denise? 855-529-7234. Nine seven two three four. Oh, she messed it up. <laughs> You're fired. That's why I didn't have you. Oh my gosh, Todd, what do you do? I just set off car alarms. Oh, there you go. That's true. <laughs> hey, this is the fifteenth of uh, July, two thousand twenty-three. The most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. Remember, seek local counsel. Oh, we don't even have to local counsel. Just seek counsel. Uh, we're not giving legal advice. Uh, we're talking about general topics of law. I said too many uhs. Don't ever say uhs is what you're supposed to do, not do in radio and on podcasts. No uhs. If you want to see our, or listen to our podcasts, 
What you do is go to radiolawtalk.com and all these live shows, what we do is we put them on our podcasts. And you can you can look up any show. The greatest thing about it is it, it goes back, I think, five years. And you can type in Johnny Depp or Amber Heard case or anything you want or Bill Cosby case. And it'll take you on our computer to those different shows where we talked about it. So uh, anyway, that's a, an, an excellent job by our computer people to set that up that way. But you can do that. Uh, we're going to have a case or no case coming up that Cal's going to try to stump us. Last time, uh, I believe, Denise smoked us and, and won both. We're going to talk about Kevin Costner's latest rulings. Um, it, it's very interesting, and, and I have some comments on it. But we're going to have Denise get a little bit into that uh, in detail. She's a... Um, a, a family law attorney, uh, Aretha Franklin lawsuit over her estate. Oh my gosh, the interesting facts. The, the facts are what's interesting here. Really, one major interesting fact that we're going to discuss: Corey Richens case. Uh, we've been following that case. Uh, with the latest we're going to talk about. Um, boy, that is a bizarre um, case in. The Heber Valley in Utah, which I have been there. Actually, I have a cousin who has a place there and a couple lawyers I know that live in the Heber Valley, Utah. Look it up on the Internet. It's one of the prettiest places you've ever seen. It butts up against and is right next to Park City, Utah. Everyone thinks Park City is the most beautiful place. No, uh, Heber Valley next to it is even prettier. So... And the fall colors in September are gorgeous. So we're going to talk about what is going on in this sleepy, little, small Utah town. But uh, interesting things there. But without further ado, we're here for Case or No Case. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Bertram Charles had a lovely new car, an Audi 8000. His neighbor had one that was the very same, which is where Bert got the idea to buy the new rig in the first place. Everything was going along fine until Bert realized he was strapped in way over his head and he couldn't keep up the payments on the Audi 8000. He didn't work anything out with anybody, didn't try to make it work. He just let things go until the repo team came to get his car. On the day they were supposed to come over, he walked up to the local bar to drown his sorrows so he wouldn't be humiliated when the repo man came. And when he came back a couple of hours later... His neighbor's car was gone, and his was still <laughs> in the driveway. Well, what awesome. a stroke of luck, he said. His neighbor, Carlos Assis, was upset that Bert hadn't, wasn't there to help keep things straight. And Bert tried to straighten things out with the finance company. They referred him to the repossessing, repossession service. Pardon me. They said, well, we obviously made the error, but we were operating within the law, and that means when we drop the hook, you pay. $1,575 just for the drop fee plus storage. And uh, Bert said no, and his neighbor said, yes, you are. So the neighbor went after Bert and the repo company to see if he could get the money from somebody and get his car back. Because every day he waited, the storage charge kept adding up and up mm. and up. So, Fred, your turn. Case That's awesome, Cal. That's a good, one. Yeah, what, what, a good one. Whether you made that up or it's a real case, that is a good scenario. Thank you. All right, here we go. This is, okay, ready for this you know, approximate time period? Yes, this was 2020. Mm-hmm. State Indiana, in case you're wondering. What month in 2020? <laughs> I don't know. 
What <laughs> month, day? <laughs> what hour? What, was this before the pandemic shut down or after? Yes, it was before the pandemic shut down. Because so. otherwise they wouldn't have come to, got the, to get the car. Yeah. And, and well, they would have with well, the mask. Well, they would have with masks. Well, he, he wouldn't have been surgery. able to go drown his sorrows in a bar. Right, surgical suits. That yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could have a mask and gloves. No, and, no, and, no I mean, and, him, him yeah. going to drown his sorrows in the bar while they took the car. I don't well, know yeah, but they could have put a, put a mask on the car, too. Or they could have just been right outside the bar, sitting out, you know, like on benches. Like, yeah, I, just I just don't know how many bars were open. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I don't know that he could have gone. There were no bars open at that time if it was yeah. post-pandemic, yeah. but if it was pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Boy, you didn't know where there were bars, did you? There were bars open. Yeah. Were there? Not a whole yes. lot. There's one in California that fought the California governor. What's oh, that's right. All, Brother Oliver's. I'll shout out to Brother Oliver's. Yeah. That fought it. That fought him. Can't go to church, but you can go to a bar. The guy in Red Bluff said, "Come and shut me down and arrest me." That's right. I think. Well, I'm just saying that's what I saw on on TV. Yeah, you mean the one in Lincoln, right? Oliver's in Lincoln. No, there was. It's it's in Roseville too. Oh, it's in Roseville. Okay. Yeah, it's it's it's. I've actually been there. Their food's actually quite good. I'm just doing a shout out to Oliver. It's called Oliver's Brother Oliver's. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't. Denise has given me that. Shut up. I'm going to shut up. We'll no, because they just went out of business. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. that's sad. Maybe, I wonder, they might still be in Roseville. Maybe in Lincoln they went out of business. Yeah, um, I but, don't know. Because they have multiple uh, locations. locations. Too so late for us to yeah. save them now. All yeah. right. All right. So, okay, sorry, 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 Gal. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's do this. All right. Uh, first of all, this is a keep up with the Kardashians or keep up with the neighbors thing, right? Yeah. Because he had to get the Audi 8000. Let me tell you, Bert had no liability here with the repo company repo, uh, repoing the, the wrong uh, car. That has nothing to do with Bert. That was the repo company's fault. The fact that his neighbor is suing the repo company and Bert, Bert should be dismissed. I'm going to say this is a case and Bert wins um, and, and leave it with that. Fair enough. Todd Cunham, what say you on the matter of the displaced Audi? So um, I, I, I agree with Fred. It really has nothing to do with Bert, and it really has nothing to do with the neighbor in terms of the cost because the, the creditor, the, the bank, hired the repo guys to go out and do a job, and essentially they didn't do it right. They got the wrong car, and they opened up their client, the bank, to liability. So um, I, this, this is no case because I, I think that – Nothing like this would have happened. The repo company ought to be taking the one car back and picking up the other one with a letter of apology and please don't sue us and don't sue the bank. We are very sorry for our mistake. That's the way it should work out. No case. All right. Thank you. Fair enough. Denise, what do you think about this? Um, I think this is kind of a cool idea, but I don't think it would have ever happened. Because what they they have to check the VIN number, they have to check the license number, and I just don't think it would happen. So, did you say no case? I said no case. Did you say no case? I said a case. Well, who wins then? Oh, I, I, I said Bert. Bert, Bert wins. wins. Okay, Bert. Yeah. Oh, because you think the neighbor sued Bert and Bert. Well, wins. no, no. The neighbor Cal said the neighbor sued the repo company and Bert. Yeah. And so I'm saying the repo company be liable, but Bert's yeah. not liable. That's all I gotta say is Bert's not liable. Oh gosh, I agree with Fred. All right, that's the smart one. No, it's actually pretty stupid to agree with me. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Cal's gonna uh, let us know uh, the Audi keep up with the neighbors. Yeah. Who's gonna be the winner and the loser in this case? All we'll right, stay tuned. There's more case or no case. The actual answer is coming up very soon after these brilliant, educated guesses you just heard, and they are that. So that's uh, coming up after we take our first break of this hour on Radio Law Talk.
All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. No more mold, no more damage, no more outdated old bathroom, no more slipping and hurting, no more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. 
Call 800-294-8702. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never clear glass treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-294-8702. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, save, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-294-8702. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-294-8702. 800-294-8702. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. How did that happen? Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com. .com. All right, Cal, we're back uh, about the uh, Audi 8000, the neighbor that wanted to keep up with the neighbor and bought one and had it re came to repossess. They came to repossess it because he wasn't making his payments, and they accidentally took the neighbors. The neighbor sues the supposedly sues the uh, repo company and the neighbor, uh, whose name is Bert. And uh, the question is, uh, case or no case? And the answer, Todd says it's not a case. Denise and I say it's a case, and Bert wins. I, I, you know how you have those gut feels, Cal? I don't have a very good feel right now, so go ahead and tell us well, what, uh, the, what the answer is. I don't is. mean to be disrespectful. I never do, but you shouldn't in this case because Denise is, uh, I mean, it's no case. It's no case. It, I mean, so Todd wins. It, yeah, Todd, I just made it up, honestly. It, oh. just, it just, you know, it seemed possible, plausible to me that people, you know, would buy the same car as their neighbor and say, oh, that's really cool. And then they went, oh. Actually, I got this scenario from a car dealer friend of mine who sold two F-150s wow. to neighbors, and one of them ended up back at the bank within a matter of months. So wow. it happens, I guess. That's a yep. nice car. W one of the things about the scenario there that I was telling folks during the break, some of our riveting break discussions, yes. yeah. was uh, if, so if the re once the repo company was informed that they got the wrong car, they probably have a grace period to return it, but as soon as they conscient consciously choose to keep a car that they knew they were not entitled to, now it's conversion and theft, and all the uh, all the rightful car owner would have to do is call the police and say, "Yeah, my car's on that lot. My These guys stolen. took it. They stole it. I yeah. need it back." Now, awesome. would that be the bank that would do that at that juncture if it was in fact no longer the payee's car? I wonder. Well, you, you mean the repossession? Well, this, the bank finances that they call the repo company. Repo company gets the wrong car, and they keep it. Does the bank call them and say, we want the car back here now? Or does the former guy who didn't make payments call and say, I want the car back here now? Which no, the, the it, neighbor it, can call and say, return the, my call. The neighbor who <laughs> had a car, car that was not in default says, yes. I want my car back. Right, well, that you so, got the wrong car. Yeah. Look at the license plate. No, but the answer is, I think what Cal's getting to is also, is the bank liable if the repossessing company does something wrong? And my answer would probably be yes, because they're an ostensible agent and an agent of the bank. And there's probably some agreement with the repo company for the company to indemnify the bank. Right. If yes. the repo company is the one that screwed up by getting the wrong car. Yes, so, I so agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, I and then and then the uh, the repo company may owe the storage if the storage is separate from the repo company. That's true. Right. But the most important thing is that it was no case, and I got two points. That's right, Cal. You had you did someone call or no? No. They, 
they weren't patient. They didn't give me time to answer okay, the phone. Right. You know, All right, that's fine. All right, so uh, Todd is just nailing it with cases. Okay, let's jump right into Kevin Costner's. Kevin Costner and his wife. Now, I didn't really. Kevin Costner has seven children, three separate uh, relationships. About He's been married about 13 years to this wife. He has three children, ages 12, 14, and 16, I believe, from this um, from this marriage, they lived in a very, very nice house. Um, on that the was coast. his prior to marriage, right? It was his, and they did have a prenuptial, Denise, and 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 they're going to talk about that. But what was the discussion we had last week? What the judge had to decide, and the judge finally comes down and decides it. Go through that. Well, his um, soon-to-be former wife, she wanted two hundred, a little less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month in child support. Um, spousal support's not an issue here because of the prenuptial agreement. It has to be determined to be valid or invalid, depending. And um, Costner wanted to pay 50000 a month. He basically was of the position that that's enough money to support these kids. Um, 50000 is a lot. You know, I'm a high earner. I get that. But that's enough to support these kids. And um, I predicted that it was going to be 100000 I figured it was going to be less than what she asked for, but it was going to be more than what Mr. Cosner was ready to pay. And so the judge came back, and the judge ordered that Kevin Cosner must pay 129000 a month for child support. That was half of what she had requested, but it is almost um, triple what he had uh, offered. So that was kind of a, it's kind of a split the pot kind of a situation. Yeah, which judges do often. They do, yeah. and I think it's based more on his income and mm-hmm. percentage of time that he has with the children, rather than it being um, just based on him being a high earner and can afford whatever. Question for you, as a practitioner um, in this area, do you think that Costner knew that his request was low, but he offered it, knowing that she was seeking? 250,000 a month to give middle ground or if he let's say he had come in and offered to pay 100,000 a month it was is it a concern that the judge would say well if she wants 250 and he wants 100,000 the judge would have split the difference between the toes to two of those and now it's 175 did he intentionally go in low or well, I don't know if he intentionally went in low because I didn't see his numbers but what I can tell you is that in California it's based on guideline support, and it's you have to have reasons to deviate from guideline. So what I imagine is that um, Mr. No Costner might have been claiming that he had higher percentage of time with the children, or he might have claimed that she was actually able to make money and had used that in his calculations, and the judge just strictly went by the facts. That's what I believe. Well, here's, here's some, a few interesting tidbits, and we, we're going to run out of time. We're going to continue to talk about this after the break, but this is what I found interesting. So she asked for what, 240, 240-something? I think it was 249. 247, 247. 249, somewhere, yeah. Well, the forensic accountants showed that 100000 of what she was normally spending per month apparently showed some cosmetic procedures worth $100,000. So now that that's 
it's not per month, but she had spent that. So maybe the judge says, okay, we're going to knock off a hundred grand. And were those cosmetic procedures for the kids? Well, yeah. that's, that's, that's the whole the point. point. Yeah, that's so the she's point. saying no. That's what he's saying. So maybe that's why the judge says, oh, we'll maybe do a hundred. Yeah, um, I, I think that has less to do with it. I mean, he did look at the costs for sure right. and the expenses for the kids. But that is for sure. There's some very interesting stuff in the decree and some additional things that Kevin's going to have to pay. We're going to talk about when we come back after the break. You are listening to Radio Law Talk on many great stations coast-to-coast and on radiolawtalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief Shop. USA News Update. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy labeled a progressive plan to boycott the Israeli president's upcoming speech before Congress as anti-Semitic, arguing that such sentiments have no place within Congress. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Minnesota Representative Ilhan Omar announced their decision to skip the joint session due to Israel's treatment of Palestinians and its human rights record. A white Republican congressman from Arizona said he misspoke during a heated debate on the House floor. Eli Crane was debating Democrat Joyce Beatty, a black woman, when he said, My amendment has nothing to do with whether or not colored people or black people or anybody can serve, okay? Beatty immediately called that phrase offensive and inappropriate. 
For the first time in 60 years, both the Actors Union and the Writers Guild of America are on strike at the same time. Those simultaneous strikes have brought Hollywood to a standstill. John Schaefer, USA News. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced. Call now. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call the Home Warranty Hotline now at 800-239-1876-800-239-1876-800-239-1876. That's 800-239-1876. I've got a unique vacation idea for you that's right here in the United States. If you're ready for a vacation that's fun and downright affordable, listen up. It's driving distance for many of you. So no planes, no airline delays, no hassles. It's Branson, Missouri, the entertainment capital of the Midwest. Live music for everyone. Branson has three beautiful, enormous lakes, water attractions, live shows, great food, and tons of entertainment. It's a perfect vacation for you and your family. Or if you're retired and you want to have a great time. And you can stay in Branson for as low as $99 a night. Please understand, this is not a timeshare offer. It's a real vacation for as little as $99 a night. We've got a free vacation guide we want to send you right now. All you have to do is call for complete details. Get your free Branson, Missouri guide right now by calling this number. 800-399-4215 800-399-4215 800-399-4215 That's 800-399-4215 Three. Call now. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Are, Are you serious? Radio Law Talk. I like that show. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. And now let's go back to the show. Here's Fred Penny, Denise Dirks, and Todd Kunin on Radio Law Talk. All right, Kevin Costner case uh, and his wife. We, we, we just we don't talk about what her name is. It is, uh, uh, I just had it written down here. Pretty bad when I read Baumgartner. Christine Baumgartner. Yeah. yeah. 49 years old, and he is uh, 68. 68. Uh, he looks great, by the way, for 68. Um, the other thing the courts held is that the judge ordered uh, Costner to pay $200,000 to his wife for her attorney's fees. And not only that, an additional 100000 for forensic costs because they had to f- hire all these forensic accountants to to uh, you know, analyze and do this stuff. According to her, she she was kind of more of a uh, I'm gonna call more of a stay at home mom, and she doesn't have income coming in. So for her, you know, her attorneys need to be paid, and so does her forensic accountant. And I could see the court saying, "Well, Costner, you got to pay that." So there's another three hundred grand coming out of his pocket. Uh, but we had some great, lively discussions off the air. Uh, Todd and Denise, go through what you guys were talking about. 
Well, one of the things we were talking about is her financial affairs, right? How is she going to afford to um, keep the kids at the same standard of living that they have been used to? She's going to have to rent something. She probably will not have enough money to buy something in the area in which they live. And one of the things about child support is that it is not a permanent for the rest of the life thing. Um, Child support is good until the child becomes 18 um, and graduated high school or 19 and still a full-time high school student. So even if she can um, rent something for, you know, on a lease for a few years, by the time the last child um, reaches 18 and graduates from high school, that's not going to be any kind of income for her any longer. It's gone. And so she is really in a battle to try to maintain a lifestyle that she's become accustomed to for a very long-term marriage. Um, and, you know, we're going to see what's going to happen with that. Um, Costner was also ordered to pay additional add-ons to child support. And some of the add-ons that were, um, that these, this first was a tentative decision and it did become permanent. Let's make that clear because they did argue the tentative decision and, and the judge stuck with his ruling. But um, one of the things the court had uh, ordered is that each of them have to pay one half of the medical, um, dental, orthodontia, those type of things that are not insured. So the co-pays, if you will. And the schooling. And there, well, that's schools. the next thing. Oh, okay. So I'm talking about add-ons that are discretionary and Got add-ons it. that are mandatory. Okay. So the mandatory add-ons are daycare, but they don't have any. And then the, um, the uninsured. But the discretionary add-ons were the payment of private schooling and also the extracurricular activities of the children. Um, they could, you know, whatever they do outside of school that is still part of their traditional life, like soccer or, you know, even acting school or tutors or that type of stuff. And so they were both ordered to pay one half of those expenses as well. So that it's very normal for that to happen. And if the parents can afford the um, the discretionary add-ons, then the judge usually orders those. Now, now with some of those, my recollection was that originally, when uh, when Costner was offering to pay the fifty-two thousand, and he he was offering to foot the bill for all of the tuition for the school and to cover the medical and to cover all of that, and now she gets. Yeah, half of what she was asking for, essentially, between two and three times what he was offering. But now she is ordered to cover half of that that he was offering to pay for completely. So um, she gets about half of what she was asking for, and her expenses have actually gone up over what Costner had originally offered to pay for. So that's going to eat into whatever she gets. But yeah, I'm, I'm certain she'll be able to land on her feet. I mean... You know. Well, she was a handbag um, a designer, and she did have a. a, a that's very... an odd. That's an odd way to, to odd place to pause. She was a handbag designer. designer. Okay, great, great. Yeah, and she had her own business. She was relatively, you know, lucrative when she met Costner. Um, so it's nothing's going to stop her from going back and doing her trade. I, I'd be curious to know if you know she had all those personal assets before she. Um, before she met Costner, if she still has a certain amount. We, we, we've talked about the fact that the house was his separate property before he married her, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what, 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 if any, separate property does she have or maintain or continue to have based upon assets that she had before they got married? Nobody's really talked about that. I'd be curious to know what's out there for her 
in terms of her own assets. Yeah, we'd have to see the prenuptial. We've only heard pieces of the prenuptial. We haven't seen it yet. Well, does it? Did we already bring up the fact that it says whoever, if someone brings the lawsuit to challenge the prenup, that person has to pay the attorney's fees if they lose? Yeah, and so we have not po- brought that up, but that's yeah. a very good point. That's um, and currently, the judge also ordered that um, that Costner had advanced fees. He didn't order that he had to pay them completely without any uh, ability to recover. It's just he has to advance fees. I think it was $200,000 for her attorney, and in addition, advance $100,000 for the um, expert forensic accountants now, now, that are going to be needed. Now, that was for purposes of attorney's fees and accounting to calculate the child support amount that they didn't agree to. No, no, that's not just limited to that. That was for purposes of um, put giving her an even playing field because we, on Family Code Section 2030 California. Um, in California, California um, it says that to the extent there's a disparity of income between the parties, the court should award attorney fees um, to give them equal playing field so they both can afford attorneys, so they both can afford um, pursuing their, their case. But it, right now, well, I think what Fred was bringing up, though, is they're going to, I mean, Costner's attorneys have filed for almost $100,000 in attorney's fees because of the prenuptial agreement issue. The prenuptial agreement doesn't cover child support. It's, it's for spousal support and, and division of assets and stuff. And if the judge... I think one of the articles that I read recently was it looks like the judge is leaning toward saying that the prenuptial agreement is valid. Right. And if that turns out to be valid, even though she has contested it, then that's the hundred thousand year that's the money you're talking about, Fred, right? Which yep. is Yeah, that he could recover that. Okay. But he also potentially could recover what he's been ordered to pay. Okay, that's the point I want you to understand. Because the judge didn't just order it. He just said, here's my tentative ruling, and I'm going to have him advance fees. Advancing is different than ordering him to pay. Right. So, so I guess the question I have is the, the amount for forensic costs, for forensic accounting. Was that to calculate, to figure out all of the available assets to determine what the appropriate child support amount was? Or is the forensic accounting accounting procedures that took place, accounting stuff that took place for purposes of the challenge of the prenuptial agreement. I would say both because they have to count if in the event that they lose, they in the event that cost the court deems that the um, prenuptial agreement is unenforceable, then spousal support becomes at issue. So then you need to have an accountant to determine marital standard of living and you need to have them be able to determine what spousal support both temporary and permanent should be. Uh, 129, I tell you, you ready for this? The bomb to drop? That's not very much in my opinion because guess what? They didn't even bring up the nannies. You know they have nannies. You know they have cooks. They have everything. These kids, uh, they have, you know, cleaning people. Uh, and guess what? By the way, here's some statistics. Uh, my This is generally a statistic. $1.3 million per year per episode is what Coster makes for Yellowstone. $1.3 million per episode. And his net worth, depending on what... what what place you look is approximately four hundred million. So um, you know he's got he's got a few bucks, and their lifestyle was very high. And right. so so I'm telling you, one hundred twenty nine. No, knowing because I have a Southern California office and I have a place down in SoCal, 
man to live in Southern California back where he was, which is not exactly Southern California. It was kind of Northern Southern California. Right. On the beach area. In fact, I looked it up. Kevin Costner's neighbor's house is an old piece of junk, but it's a valuable piece of property. Right next door is for sale for, I think, or was for sale, $200 million. I think something like that. Two hundred million. Uh, oh, I thought it was. I thought it was less because his house mm. is one hundred. I thought it was one forty-five, but still. It no, was whatever it is. Yeah, no, but it's yeah. like because it's four point six acres or something like that, yeah. Yeah. right on the beach. So, yeah. long story short, that's the type of place they're living in. If you want to rent a place that's worth a hundred million, you're in the hundred thousand a month range. So anyway, we'll be back after this, and woe for these poor people. See ya. Stay tuned. You're listening to Radio Law Talk, and more of it is coming right up on this station and on RadioLawTalk.com. contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car inside let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine just come and see i guarantee your ride will steal the show come on quick quack car wash don't drive that dirty car uh-huh. quick quack car wash they'll have you looking sharp This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. This is Denise Sturks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits line now. It's easy. 
Call 800-559-6944. 800-559-6944. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-559-6944. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. Is this real life? Radio Law Talk can be heard on radiolawtalk.com from 9 to noon Pacific time every Saturday. That's radiolawtalk.com. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. So a jury recently held that Aretha Franklin's handwritten will before her death was valid. It was found. Cal, did you read this to tell the truth? I did, yeah. Okay, so I'm not going to ask you. I wish I had someone that didn't know. It was found in the crack of her couch. <laughs> I mean, can you see it? Todd's laughing. I know that. I knew he'd laugh. Can you see her sitting there eating popcorn, watching old Star Treks and gun smokes, writing this thing out? Oh, let's see. I think I'm going to give it to uh, no, Todd. No, Todd Cunin. No, let's cross him out. Let's toss that. Okay. And then, and then oh, I'm just going to slide it down here on the side. And sure enough, after all this fight, they are gonna. They found that her will is valid because the family are suing about who gets what of Aretha Franklin's um, estate. Now, does anybody know what the value of her estate was? It wasn't small. No, it was. It was the home was valued at one point one million. Yeah, I would they're think saying, the, the, but they're saying it's worth a lot more than that. I would think the biggest thing it's is not her worth catalog. very much. I, I I would think the most uh, the the biggest thing would be her catalog. Well, yeah, her music that uh, that her estate is still earning royalties off of. Her overall assets was pegged at four point one million. That is not a lot when no. you consider she started she started performing at the age of twelve, but she signed on with Columbia Records, and so who owns her actual creative work is. 
kind of at issue. So what is it called? It's the Aretha Franklin record, or or what do you call it, Todd, again? The her catalog? Catalog, yeah. yes. Well, it depends on if she wrote it or if it's her performance catalog, because, you know, there are two separate things. She has right. rights to performances, perhaps, but whoever wrote the song has rights to the song. And I know she did write some stuff, too. No, her so. creative works were valued at a nominal $1. Oh, come on. Yes. By whom? Well, I, they think it was undervalued. Well, I don't know who who values these things when somebody goes through probate. I a don't know. A dollar? Wow. Yeah. R-E-S-P-E-C-T alone has got to be worth at least like 20 well, bucks based on that. The residuals, you would think the residuals would be, you know, worth something. But yeah. she still has to share them with Columbia Records. Well, if she doesn't own them, maybe she doesn't own them. It feels like she doesn't own them. Yeah. yeah. Or she didn't write them. And she doesn't have creative control. Something to that effect, right? Now, here's the thing. Now, let's, now, listen to this. This is three days ago. Forbes wrote, Franklin's estate was estimated to be worth approximately $80 million when she passed from her ongoing earnings, passed from ongoing earnings from her music catalog. There it is. Royalties and licensing. Though today it is reported to be significantly less. This is from Forbes. That's probably that because since her, since her death, there have been no shortage of people out there saying, give it to me, 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 give it to me. And they want all of that money. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, yes. She had no R-E-S-P-E-C-T. and Guess what? Ready for some little trivia? How many number one hits did Aretha Franklin have? Okay, Cal, how many number one hits did Aretha Franklin have? I'll guess four. Four. Go ahead, Denise. 26. 26? Uh, 12. 20. Denise's I closest. was close. Wow. 20 number one hits. So I bet that catalog's worth some money. So uh, I don't know, man. But anyway, what's going she, on here? She is... was known as Queen of Soul, and I don't think anybody else can use that expression because it is so unique to her. Right? Right. So there's two, she has two sons, right? She has two sons. Um... Franklin, who else is arguing over the other than the sons? There's a daughter also, wasn't there? I think there are three total kids. No, it was it was like somebody who was controlling the the um um like like an accountant or something. Yeah, there's a I guess Ted White the second is what they're teaming up against. I guess they're all fighting amongst each other. There's. uh, I don't know. There's uh, there's a number of different people fighting over. But the fact is, the thing that was interesting to me is uh, apparently there's estate managers that have been paying the bills, settling millions in tax debts. She didn't. She just did it with a will, so yeah. uh, a handwritten will. So tax debts apparently there's not like pay eight him. million in tax debts. I don't know. And you have to remember, somebody's estate is worth eighty million. That doesn't mean that it's eighty million liquid. No. You know. You know. There's stuff that's got to be paid, and they'll have to sell something in order to get the money to set to pay the debt. Yeah, there's not there's kids, there's grandkids. uh, You know, who's going to get the house? Supposedly uh, under a 2014 will, um, Keycalf Franklin and grandchildren were going to get the main home in Bloomfield, Illinois, Bloomfield Hills. Um, you know, and that was just, her daughter and, and yeah. her daughter's children. Nice area. It was a month. The older will said, Keycalf and Edward Franklin take the business class and get a certificate of a deg- or a degree to get stuff. You know how they do that? You can only do it if you get a degree, you get money. Or you that. get married. 
yes, certain th- provisions like that. But what what, ha- what what goes wrong is when you have all these different ones and they all <laughs> constantly change. Uh, I don't know what happened. Why she put a handwritten one? So it was Keycaf Franklin and Edward Franklin were the ones that were arguing that the will found in the couch was valid. They, they were the ones that said the will found in the couch was valid. Because and, it was given to them. And, so. the, and the other brother, Ted White, the second was the one saying, no, 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 no. The older will is the one that was valid. So Keycalf and Edward Franklin are the ones that have really benefited from this jury verdict because their argument was the couch will is valid. And the jury says, you know wow. what, you're right. The couch will is valid. So Wow, that's crazy that you do, you do all this estate planning with lawyers. I bet that she did a lot because 2014. <laughs> and then the couch uh, handwritten thing while she's sitting there watching, you know, gun smoke. Uh, I want to know what else was found in the couch near the will. Was, right. was the remote there? Quarters. W- w- were there like quarters, pennies, some other change, a lost set of keys, um, you know, crumbs from potato chips, peanuts, some wrappers and stuff? There were three note. Notebooks found underneath the cushion. Three notebooks. How big was this couch? <laughs> I mean, good heavens! Three notebooks found in there. Well, it was from yeah, Bloomfield Hills, which is a really luxurious part of Michigan, if there is such a thing, and there is. So maybe it was a big. Yeah, it could have been one of those big overstuffed ones, Todd. Why don't you? I I just don't get it. With that type of an estate, you don't have a, an estate planning lawyer handling stuff for you. I just don't get it, and and you know, I got to take care of my estate. Now you're making me feel guilty. Uh oh. You know, my curiosity <laughs> is what changed. What made her sit, decide one night, bring me a steno pad? I'm going to make some changes and write a new will. I mean, that seems like a rather interesting know. leap from a pre-planned estate into this sort of chaos. Well, when you think fun. about it, her kids are in their fifties, and they hadn't gone to school. They hadn't gotten their business degrees. So maybe she decided to take away that, you know, that provision. Well, look, this this is pure speculation. But Aretha Franklin died of pancreatic cancer. Right. And, um, you know, I, I don't think it was a death of... They later determined it was pancreatic cancer, but she did not know up until then. I think this was a diagnosed thing. She knew that. And, and I, I'd be curious to know if when you peel the onion on this or you wait for the TV movie to come out, because you know, undoubtedly it will, if maybe the lack of interaction with kids while she was suffering from cancer had something to do with that. I, that, that seems to be a common theme in movies and other places, you know, I'm, I'm going to change the will for the kids that were always there when I was suffering. I don't know. There's got to be a story here because that, that is a legitimate question. What is it that causes somebody to do a handwritten change to the will, a material change? And and then it's found. I mean, maybe it was found in the couch because it happened at or near the time she died. Well, I'll tell you, in 2010, know. she signed a document that made her son Ted uh, the executor of her estate. And in 2019, the handwritten version from the 2014 emerged in the couch. Yeah. And it crossed Ted's name out and put uh, Keycaf in. So there you go. I'd I want mean, to see how often Ted was visiting Aretha. While she was suffering from cancer. Yes. We'll be back after this. Uh, Yeah. Hour three. Another case or no case. And we're going to get in the Corey Richens murder trial. Wow. A lot of good stuff still to come on Radio Law Talk. And hour number three starts at six minutes after on many great local radio stations and always at RadioLawTalk.com. 
Stay there. We'll be back. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. America's longest-running morning radio magazine. You will like this program if you are new to it. There's something for everybody to like about the Good Day program, if I do say so myself. Uh, Doug Stephan, who else is going to say it if I don't? I guess, <laughs> right? Yeah, let's hear it for Doug. Yay! Jay Kirshner. The Doug Stephan Good Day Download with Doug and Jay Kirshner. The longest-running radio morning magazine is on usapodcasting.com. The Good Day Download. People ask me often, what am I doing while I'm doing the program? I don't understand where that... that, That's a question that would seem to have an obvious answer. I'm doing the program while I'm doing the program. Well, yeah, but what else do you do? Well, if you must know, I'm having cucumbers for breakfast today. Subscribe to The Good Day Download now at usapodcasting.com or wherever you get your podcasts.